it's Christmas. Our last opportunity to look at a Christmas message. Uh, our last opportunity to sing carols. Hope you've enjoyed singing carols throughout this month. They're beautiful. Hey, here's something for you to do. Read them throughout the year. Seriously. Read them. Those carols are full of sound and deep theology. But look, our last Christmas message, just going back to Luke 4. The Spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to release the oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour. Jesus read those in a synagogue. It's his first well, recorded public event. I mean, he would have done this growing up as a good Jew in his hometown, read the scriptures occasionally. But on this occasion, and this is what what he stood out, he says these words, he rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant, and sat down. And by sitting down, people were expecting him to say something. I mean, it's in reverse in our culture. It's because we're down under, you see. But back there, the speaker sat down, and the, and the listeners stood up. Do you want to try that? <laughs> okay? So all eyes were glued on him. He was going to say something. But nobody could have expected uh, what, what, what Jesus was about to say next. Nobody. Because here's his words. Today, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. Wow. I mean, that was speaking about those scriptures were speaking about who? The Messiah, the Christ. And for Jesus to say that, and this little wonder, they try and kill him. Seriously, they, they try and push him off the edge of a precipice that Jesus walks through. But look, the reason I bring that to your attention is because those scriptures are speaking about good news for the poor. And not just materially poor. Good news for those who are spiritually poor, who are held by Satan, whose eyes are blinded, and who are weighed down by cares. Look, the reality is that this good news that Jesus brings is for you and I. And we're the ones who... Look, even with our eyes opened, we only see partially. We weigh down, if we are honest with ourselves, we're weighed down, aren't we? Look how many of us have gone through Christmas. And really, we do put a gloss on it, don't we, over Christmas with our, you know, fancy meals. You know, this guy did a fancy one the other day, you know, as many of you, others of you did, others over there too. Okay, we've had meals at so many people's houses. Thank you, seriously. Uh, you saved us a fortune. <laughs> yeah, and all the cleaning up. Yeah, we always leave just, just when it's time to clear up. Uh, we've got to put the kids to bed or we've got somewhere else to go. But look, you know, we do gloss over it in some degree. But look, by now, a lot of us are facing the challenges and the realities of our circumstances, ailments and you know, an uncertain future, you know, corona still. And look, if, you know, for those in the UK, you know, they've gone into extra lockdown just now, as in other parts of the world, with new strains and, 
you know, we've got people stuck here who can't get back, but we're glad about that, people. So am I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really, we are too. Really. And look, there's others carrying, you know, burdens in families. Hey, the good news of Jesus is, is for us. It's for you. I mean, Morag's been sharing about her daughter wanting to do mission work and unable to travel. It's unbelievable. you think that God would make a way, wouldn't you? But we, we have to remember that God is sovereign. I mean, people, you know, you, you've seen that. You remember the story I shared with you in John 11? You may not remember. <laughs> I shared a lot of stories with you about the couple, the Barber's College students who were due to go for an opportunity to do ministry on the west coast of America. They were studying on the east coast of America and their Bible college forced them to cancel their flights. Can you imagine, I mean, what they were doing? You know, and how they were scorning their college for ruining this opportunity to do mission? You remember what happened that afternoon as they were listening to the news and the flight, American Airlines flight, Pan Am flight? 191, I think, if I remember correctly. Okay, the one they were meant to be on crashed on takeoff. Killed all. I think it was 271 passengers and crew. Hey, don't ever challenge God when He diverts your course. Seriously. Don't ever question Him when He asks you to wait. And remember, many of God's purposes for our lives and the things he's doing, often he's not telling us no when we're seeking him earnestly about something he's spoken to us about or guiding us along. It's often wait. And it's often wait patiently. Hey, that couple, you know, we're, we're reminded in the starkest way why God sometimes delays as remember, it's not always no, it's wait. And so, so, hey, let God do what he's doing in your life. Here's what Jesus said, Luke 5. It's not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. I have not come, come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. He's come to call us. And look, you know, here's a reality. I haven't even started my sermon yet. <laughs> so here's what we're going to do. We're going to whisk through this very briefly. Number one. A saviour, so Nikki, you're going to have to just try to catch up with me. Uh, um, do your best, please. The saviour of the world is born. And here's the point. He comes to these shepherds. I don't know what you know about shepherds. They were real lowly people. Okay? Had no place in society. They belonged up in the hills. No one had, had wanted anything to do with them. But the angels come to them. Look, and the angel of the Lord appeared to them. And the glory of the Lord shone around. And they were terrified. The wonder of Christmas is that God, by coming to the lowest common denominator, the shepherds, he was saying to everyone, look, I'm accessible to you. By coming to the lowest of lowest, he was revealing himself as someone who's making himself accessible to everyone. And that's the message that the Jews needed to hear because the only people they wanted their message to access were were the highest standing members of their society. And everyone else was shunned. Children, shunned. Remember when they brought children to Jesus? Shunned. Uh, the crippled, 
shunned the blind, shunned the Samaritans. Who mentioned the Samaritans earlier? Uh, ben, shunned. You see, that's how the society existed. Shepherds certainly shunned. The sinful shunned. The unclean, the leper, the... the, the uh, I have somebody else in my, somebody in my notes, but I've lost it now. Shunned. And what Jesus is demonstrating, God is demonstrating by coming to the shepherds, is that it's the gospel for all, for you and me. And look, you might not be aware of this, but you and I, as Gentile dogs, do you know that's how we were looked upon? Gentile dogs, we were shunned. Really? But we've been brought near. And in fact, it's the most incredible reality today that it's the Gentiles by and large, the dogs, the outcasts, this isn't going to work, uh, don't worry about it, were brought near. And, And so rejoice in that. Can I encourage you to rejoice that Jesus has brought you near? He's... He's brought his hope near to you. Respond to that. Look, here's the shepherds. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news. I think we can overemphasize the, the fear of God sometimes. Hey, there needs to be a respect for God. Absolutely. But not at the expense of, the, of those of God calling us to himself, asking us to come near. Remember, that's what he's doing in Jesus. He's stepping into our circumstances, into our realities, into our filth. What is a stable? Remember we said the stable wasn't a clean? I mean, it's such a clean image, isn't it? You know, But it was a filthy environment. And, and what Jesus is saying to us, what God is saying to us, is that he comes to us in our circumstances, in our mess. And he brings us his grace and mercy and salvation. He cleans us up. And that is a lifelong process. There's nobody here who's quite clean. In fact, the reality is we're really filthy even now. But his presence remains with us. Because the thing about the blood of Jesus, in one of the hymns, uh, goes something like this, I think. About uh, it's, it's a fountain that ever cleanses. It never runs out. And so the wonder of Jesus' work for us is that he forever cleanses us. He goes on cleansing us, cleanses us, cleansing us. So draw near to him. Hey, I don't know what kind of night you've had, what kind of week you've had, what kind of year you've had. Draw near to him. Look, the angels tell tells them, don't be afraid. I bring you good news. The good news is one of mercy and forgiveness, salvation. Let me move on, Nikki. I'm going to move on to my second point. The Savior of the world is accessible to all. This will be assigned to you. You'll find the baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. When the angels had left them, the shepherds had gone into heaven. The shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us. They hurried off, found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in a manger. 
And so they drew near to him. They came because of the location, because they were instructed to do so. And here's the wonder of it. Herod was bypassed that night. In fact, the wealthiest and the most well-to-do, the religious elite, the high priest was bypassed that evening. It was the lowly shepherds who separated. And look at yourselves. Look, I don't think we have many presidents here. I don't think we have any... any Particularly wealthy people here. People who are particularly successful. We have a very posh English gentleman there. Okay? But, m- but most of them in England are just common. Okay? Like myself. Hey, here's the wonder of your salvation. God has bypassed your neighborly. And the guy you sit next to at work. And the guy you'll shop next to perhaps this afternoon. And he's come to you. Let the wonder of that sink in. You are a nobody, really. Look, I'm a nobody. I know you guys have called us over from the UK to serve you here. But it's not because I'm anybody special. I'm a nobody. God draws near to the nobodies. Let the wonder of that sink in. You are no one special along with me. But Jesus has come to us, loved us, drawn near to us, given us salvation. Hey, take that with you into 2021. That I'm a walking nobody, but I'm loved by God. I was a lost nobody, but I was found by God. I was a hopeless nobody, I'm filled with hope. Take that with you into 2021. Hope. I was an abandoned, discarded nobody. But Jesus has took ownership of my life. Hey, remember what he says about you? He says this about you. I have carved you on the palms of my hands. See, I will not forget you. He's not going to forget you, Christian. As you go into 2021, you are in his mind first and foremost. So they hurried and they found the baby lying there and worshipped him. And the wonder of this, look, beyond that they went out and you can imagine what they were doing. We're told that they shared the wonder of these wonders. And here's my last word to you, and I'm going to close. Okay. Share this. Make that a passion of 2021. Hey, that we're going to share the wonder of this message. We've talked about this before, haven't we? We have a community here. We've begun to do it just before Christmas. Let's do it in earnest in 2021. Let's share the wonder of this message, with all those neighbours and colleagues and friends who have yet to discover Jesus. And who knows, here's the wonder of what God is doing. The reason, One of the reasons that God has revealed the gospel to me and to you and, and to Charlie and whoever else he's revealed it to, to Ben and Sylvia, 
is because he wants us to share it with those neighbours and colleagues because he's seeking them also through you, through your conversation over the garden fence or your conversation in a, in a Coles queue or a conversation in a staff room or a conversation on the shop floor or a conversation with, with a family member over a meal. It's too good. This news is too good to keep to ourselves. Share it. You don't have to be great evangelists. No one's asking you to be a fantastic evangelist and, and to be able to convert somebody, but to simply even say to your neighbor, can I invite you to our service tomorrow? Can I share with you this leaflet? Hey, how about this? Can I invite you over for a meal? To our home group. You know, you know, come. You know, it, maybe we could have more home group meals this year. Invite people. One of the things we're going to do as a church this year, okay, heads up, is we're going to have a barbecue and invite our neighbours to it. But just invite them at 12pm on Sunday morning. Just so that we can connect with our neighbours. As a first step. Maybe they won't come to a service, but maybe they'll come and share a meal with us and kids play with the toys and hang out outside and begin to do just to build some bridges. I think one of the things we've got to do, friends, if we're serious about reaching our community, is to acknowledge the age that we live in. We're a million miles from the environment that Jesus stepped into when people had religious connections and connections to attending synagogues and when he could preach a gospel about repentance and faith and people would capture something of that. We live in an age when they don't go to church. And the message I'm preaching now is alien and foreign. And we do have to. We do have to. Ignore the kids. Don't worry about them. Okay? You know, they don't bother me. I hope they're not bothering you. But friends, we've got to make a connection and a bridge to our society. And as much as we want to get in there, we repent and believe, we've got to at least make a connection first. At least be people that they can relate to and want to listen to. I think we've got to earn a right to preach our message to our world. And say, so, hey, let's get our heads together and let's be thinking about how we can build bridges to our community and so that perhaps by Christmas 2021, we'll be ready to say to them, come along to a service now. Come and hear the message. And maybe we can spend these next few months building these bridges and earning a right to have access to these dear people that we may finally, finally sit down and say to them, either through opportunity or when they're in a, in, a, in a place that God brings them through his providence, when they ask us, hey, look, mate, I've hung out with you for the last six months. I know you're one of those <laughs> religious types. Tell me. What can it do for me? Because my life is a mess. I'm falling apart at the seams. Can your God... Do anything for me. And then, 
And that's your opportunity to say, Jesus is the answer that you're looking for. So share the message. Make the connections. Build the bridges. And when an opportunity arises, speak into someone's life. It can be as simple as Lorraine saying to you, Look, I know you're struggling with a medical condition. I've been praying for you. Do you know the impact that has on somebody? Have you, have you ever said that to somebody? Do you know I've been praying for you? Or... Can I pray for you? You don't have to do the religious stuff and lay hands on them and zap them right there over the garden fence. You don't have to do that. It can be something just more, more subtle and look, can I pray for you? Look, oh look, I pray every morning and tomorrow morning when I'm praying, may I pray for you too? Let's do that. Amen? Amen. God bless you. Hey, let me pray. Let me pray. Father, we thank you for sending Jesus into our world for coming into our filth for drawing near to and it's true of me if no one else would acknowledge it the scum of the world and for having mercy for showing grace and truth for saving us from living and dwelling within us and for cleansing us from within to without and for filling us with hope. We love you, Jesus. We come to you and we bow. We cast ourselves upon you. We worship you. Amen.